Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, Creativity and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. So this week on the Practical Magic Podcast, I am joined by an incredible friend of mine, Lucy Sheridan. She is a Hay House author and the first and only comparison coach in the world. She helps people all over the world go from compare and despair to comparison free in their life and their business. She is also one of the best people I know. She is striving for a desire to help people to pursue their visions and their vision of happiness as audaciously as possible. Today we are going to be talking all about comparison on the show, when it doesn't work and when it does too. So welcoming on to today's Practical Magic Podcast, I've got my girl Lucy Sheridan. <laughs> Welcome on to the show, love. Thank you so much for having me. Oh I'm so happy to be here. God, it's such a joy to have you on the show. Um, <laughs> Thank so you. to give Lucy's formal introduction, she's the world's first and only comparison coach and she helps people from compare and despair to hashtag comparison free. Now, Lucy, I might have to say, is one of my most favourite people in the world. The feelings it's like, entirely mutual. Oh, it's just like, <laughs> if you want somebody in your life who has that energy of just a thousand light bulbs going off every time you see them and a big sister then then she's your girl and Lucy and I have known each other um as we were training we were training at the same time as coaches weren't we and we actually left our corporate gigs around a month of each other I've come a long way baby yeah I know so it's just been so wonderful to have this girl by my side and be that cheerleader and and for both of us you know when when times have been tough we've been here for each other oh (laughs) god yeah there have been tears tantrums and (laughs) dancing on tables oh the latter (laughs) is my most enjoyable um so we're going to talk about comparison free today so Mm. i wondered if you could give us a bit of a backstory into why you do what you do my darling i'd love to yeah i appreciate it's a super specialist topic so the reason why i'm all about comparison and helping people get over it is because comparison has always kind of been my thing so if i think back to when i was a little girl i used to compare myself to you know the toys that i had versus the children at nursery or comparing, you know, um, whether I would get my swimming badges at the same time as others and whether I'd do as well in exams and it went on and on and followed me through my life really. And I thought everyone experienced this until it kind of hit me particularly hard. I'd say it must have been, um, oh goodness, I get maybe like five to ten, maybe say like seven years or so ago when I went to my school reunion, which I know everyone hears those two words like, what, why? Or, who does <laughs> that? Like, them. yeah, people like me. <laughs> uh, but I, and I went because I genuinely wanted to see a couple of people from my past that I hadn't in a long time and a couple of mates that I stayed in touch with were going as well. And I kind of feel, I kind of felt like, oh, well, what can go wrong? The thing is, things in my personal life weren't great at that time and I was really struggling with anxiety and the job that I once loved had just become a you know really unpleasant place uh, to work and also work to do for me and so I was my life wasn't feeling particularly Instagrammable let me put it that way and I went to the school reunion actually had a really good time on the day you know Prosecco uh, corks popped and lots of conversations were had and many of us had our phones in our hands the whole day capturing it and adding each other and my network must have tripled overnight so 
the day itself was great fun, but it's what I woke up to the day after where things really started to unravel for me and my comparison really took hold. And I started to live in um, almost like a Las Vegas of comparison. Mm. And how and did you notice that was going on? I think I, it started probably quite subtly in that I would see, you know, a new contact, for, you know, from that school reunion and I would click on to the post and then I might click onto the profile. And then before I know it, I was looking what they did at the weekend. Then um, the behaviour kind of increased. I find myself like three years deep in people's holiday pictures mm. or um, checking people's profiles, even if I hadn't seen their posted. Just feeding that. Yeah, completely. And keeping, well, I suppose on. like keeping tabs on people because although I'm like, it's really embarrassing to say the words out loud, I became a bit obsessed mm. actually. And it really took control um, for a couple of years. It was very damaging. And then I think it was one Saturday afternoon and I was under the duvet, fully clothed or something aspirational like that. And um, my my phone got so warm, it turned itself off. And I was like, oh my God, comparison has literally got too hot for me to handle. Wow. Even and your phone was like, give it up Yeah, girl. you got it. And it's interesting because it's one of the experiences, I've had like a few experiences in my life where I could almost hear a voice in my head rather than just, you know, just thinking thoughts, so to speak. And I just really clearly um, heard the, a voice say like, this has got to stop. Yeah. Like enough now. Yeah. And so I decided from that point, I was going to try and get myself out of comparison. And if I could think and feel myself into it, could I think and feel myself out of it? And I kind of set myself that as an assignment. And that's where I started, you know, exploring the um, self-help bookcases at Waterstones. And my YouTube searches started to be very much about motivation. And I found TED Talks and that sort of thing. And then the breadcrumbs led me to um, looking for life coaching uh, qualifications, which is obviously how you and I got to know each other. but that's the story of comparison. It's always been my thing. I have studied it almost forensically and, and how it affects other people and how it's affected myself and landed at some tools, resources, techniques and methods that I believe can massively reduce it. I will say I don't think I will ever get rid of it. Mm. But if I've gone from living kind of say 90% in comparison to feel like 55% comparison for me is such a big reduction that it already, it, I may as well not be comparing myself. Yeah. And um, so what I'm not, here is to try and promote me have to fix it and dick ditch it and burn it and lock it in cupboards far from it but if we can understand how it affects us and understand what it's trying to teach us we can massively reduce it and spread out when comparison hits as well yeah because i know well i speak for myself comparison for me has sometimes occupied different areas but i've found myself in phases of comparison which haven't been like a tuesday evening it's dragged on over months and it's really influenced my behavior offline in terms of me being a bit of a gossip in the past as well don't get me wrong I love a bit of news um but I would I found myself starting a lot of conversations with well I saw on Facebook or well of course you must have seen on Instagram and people like no (laughs) why would we and I'm like well why wouldn't you and that and again spotting that behavior you know if you know about it you can do something about it it's kind of with the school of thought that I come from oh absolutely awareness is key you got it you got it and that I suppose almost like the rest is history but that's the story of today as in like this is my thing in terms it's the teach what you need to learn Mm -hmm. kind of school of life um and I feel like I've made massive progress with it when I but I do still experience comparison I'm very honest and transparent about it but I've transformed my relationship with it now which I think has been the biggest victory point I suppose yeah yeah and it's coming into a new world of like we're saying you know with awareness when you're aware of anything and it doesn't matter what that thing is Mm. whether it's comparison whether it's you know whatever leads you to that place of feeling dis-ease and discomfort Mm. 
is knowing that in the first place, isn't you got it? it. You got so it. Um, I think what's really interesting about the work that you do is helping people to reframe relationships with the idea of comparison mm. but also in terms of this world that we live in in terms of social media is knowing what's real and what's not oh, yeah. and then taking Very that good step point. back and getting perspective yeah. because one of the um, quotes which I just adore um, from your site is about is you saying what worries me most about success is it's been reduced to an arbitrary tick list of Facebook updates yeah. and that's not going to work for me mm. so it, there's this whole kind of tie-in with mm. what we think is reality what we yeah. think is success mm. and actually it might be comparison that's tripping yeah. us up big time because um it's, you know, keeping up with the Joneses or following certain paths in life is not unique to this time. I didn't make up comparison. I didn't even make up the term compare and despair. It's been written about for years. But we are under a different spotlights now. And it's interesting when you do live online that we can see these um, milestones, for want of a better uh, word, playing out. We think, well, if we're not achieving those milestones or just experiencing them, actually, I think is a better way because achievement, I think, you know, puts the value on it that maybe shouldn't be. But if we're not experiencing those milestones and we're doing something wrong or we've fallen behind or we need to keep up, when the opposite is actually true. Mm. And it's interesting in terms of like, you might see someone that's getting married or starting a new job um, or they buy a house. And you know you're saving money because you think you should buy a house when actually your appetite for adventures never been more squashed but more alive. Yeah. And you need to be spending your deposit that you're buying for a house, and that needs to be going to you know Virgin Atlantic ASAP. And you taking that road trip across the states for six months that you've been yeah. promising yourself since you were 16 years old. And there may not be a box to tick for that on Facebook. There may not be a hashtag for all of the activities you're going to do. But if that's your version of success and that's what gets you excited about your life, that's what you want to do then who gives a crap about what boxes you are ticking on social media and that's I think so important because we think that success is linear and it looks a certain way but it just doesn't I know and then we talk about this a lot on the podcast is that idea of what should an obligation and stop Mm. shooting all over ourselves yeah because it doesn't work and and that's actually where the compare can Mm. come in because they're external drivers aren't yeah, they yeah you got it. it comparison is an external driver mm. when you're putting yourself up against somebody else and mm. looking at what somebody else is doing and going well i'm nowhere near where they are yeah. if we haven't tuned into actually what drives us as human beings mm-hmm. then of course we're going to compare yeah. to other people yeah but also interestingly comparison does tune in so when mm. you've got those internal drivers because there's so much at bloody stake yeah. so it's it's a really tricky road to travel down it is and that's why I think you know to continue your analogy it's got to be step by step so it's give yourself as many like hold up moments as you need so oh hold up I'm feeling comparison well hold up why am I well hold up what does that tell me about Mm. my situation yeah and you can be happy for someone else getting a job promotion and still not want to go anywhere near the corporate ladder and it's important to make sure that we're separating ourselves and something I talk about a lot about don't get caught up in someone else's dream yes because um, one one path or set of decisions work for one person doesn't mean you have to do the same and also I think sometimes dreams have a sell-by date on them you know so you and I both worked in the communications industry and like our CVs and LinkedIn profiles were buzzing with the names we worked on but then there was a time where for both of us individually we, must, we were sat at that desk or the respective desk and thought this just isn't me anymore no 
this is not, I don't, you know, the thought, like five years ago sitting here would have been an air punch moment, but I think about sitting here again in five years and I feel like I'm going to shit myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> excuse yeah. me for the strong visual. Um, but it's like, no, 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 no. It has to be a, a movement forwards in yeah. whichever way that is for you or being present with yourself enough to say, actually, do you know what? That, that isn't working for me. Yeah. And it's time to do something about that. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't have to decide by lunchtime either. I think this is the interesting thing. People think if you're going to change direction or change course or rearrange your goals, that you have to do it by like the weekend. Well, you don't. You just don't. These things take a while to emerge and almost like dawn on us. So when they have dawned on us that something isn't quite right, there's a really good chance you can need a bit of time and a bit of testing to work out what's the next right move for you. Yeah, I I completely 100% agree with that. And I think that somewhere where comparison can come in quite useful you know everything like that is Mm. is information isn't it you got it and somewhere where it can come in quite useful is comparing your timelines Mm. as you've just done so if you're putting yourself in the future and looking back at today and going am i am i cool here Mm. is this what i want is this what i you know see myself as one of my moments defining Mm. moments in history if not okay so what would that be and then i can start working towards that so actually comparison can be quite useful in some ways for comparing ourselves everything Mm. has a flip side to it got it um so comparing kind of where you want to be versus where you are now versus where you were Mm. and then just checking in with that is that being a compass point is quite useful isn't it definitely but i think what I've known because obviously you know I follow you on Instagram Mm. I'm really interested in conversations and engagement that you have with your audience Um, and somebody put up something the other day about how damaging comparison can be when we're comparing ourselves to where we were maybe five years ago and we don't feel that we were as happy as we were I get that a lot with my clients it's like Mm. oh I used to be so happy Mm. I want to get back to that So what, what's your kind of take around that? Yeah, that's a really interesting one because I think that's when whatever it is, we're comparing ourselves to something which doesn't exist mm. anymore. And the, I also think we've got to give ourselves credit for the growth that we experience in that I don't think I'd recognise me five years ago if I passed her in the street. I mean, no. she'd definitely have the same haircut, actually, so maybe. But, I mean, always. Uh, yeah. Um, but... I don't think I would, and I think rather than beating ourselves up about why aren't I there, why aren't I there yet? I, the way I'd come at it is, I've been there once before, and the this is what was going on for me, and this is how I was in that happy place. What still relevant to me today, and also what do I want for myself now, and what would happiness look like today? Mm. Because just say, um, I don't know, maybe it's um, something to do with a relationship. And we're we're thinking about kind of we're comparing ourselves to what our relationship used to be like. We used to be so happy, but if you guys have really been through it over the last five years, you'll be different people because it's like if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. So rather than trying to regress, it's about coming together and thinking like, what does what does like a ten out of ten look like for us now or me? What's ten out of ten look like for me? Whereabouts am I on that scale? And then so how do I bridge forward to that? And it might be that it takes a little bit of work too because we can't always be ten out of ten all the time because no. it's exhausting. No, like you know, if we were fist pumping and um, what's the word like skipping through a meadow every day, we'd be we'd be unbearable. Oh my god, can you imagine? Absolutely, absolutely, be unbearable. So I think rather than kind of 
self, letting the self-critic rule on that one. It's just recognizing you are a different person today. Every day new. You right? got it. And our cells regenerate. Isn't there something like it takes 90 days for the body yeah. to completely regenerate? Yeah. Why wouldn't that be the same for our emotional growth and oh psychological, right? Oh my God, rather than getting hooked up into those old yeah. stories that aren't serving us from when we're about two years yeah, old. Exactly. And maybe somebody else has given to us anyway. Exactly. I Are you ha- listening, Bray? <laughs> I was having a conversation about this with um, a girl I know at Christmas and she was saying that she was, wasn't feeling too great about like her wellness and her weight and whatnot, which is her business. But she was kind of saying, I know what I need to do, but I just need to do it and whatnot. I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. And she's like, okay, I used to be running all the time. And that's, you know, was a big part of my lifestyle. I was like, yeah, but you lived in Shoreditch and now you live in Oxfordshire. You can't run to the shop because you need to like take a tent. It's a long way away. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, there's a middle of the countryside. But it was just, it wasn't fair for her to put yeah. on the same expectations and conditions. It's just us being sodding hard on ourselves. Yeah, you got isn't it. it. Yeah, it's really you know, easy to criticize ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. it is like a sneaky bugger because it likes having a pig party <laughs> and holding yeah. hands with itself and like you got oh, it. do you know what should we really should we really put the needle in today let's go for it yeah. oh she's feeling a little bit low her energy's a little yeah, bit low yeah. come on she ain't seen go. nothing yet <laughs> you want to go there we can go there let's bring up all these amazing people to make her feel really bad about herself but it is that isn't yeah. it it's you know yeah. and, and this is where we have to manage ourselves mm. and be mm. responsible mm. for ourselves and yeah. i think you know as we're talking about when you've got the awareness go ah uh-huh. yeah oh I know what this is yeah and it works both ways too doesn't it if you are having a really good moment at the moment or you're having a nice you're just in a good place even if that's completely neutral there's nothing really that great that I say great there's nothing specifically amazing going on like you're not off to Antigua next week or anything it's okay to be like I'm much happier than I was yeah. I'm really grateful for feeling different now yeah so it works both ways and full disclosure you know it doesn't it doesn't happen very often with myself because mm. I'm constantly in this you know I do live in my head way 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 too much mm. and in some ways it's good because it pushes me to be as good as I can be at what I mm. do because I want to be able to say mm. to myself okay good job yeah right got you. but that is a hard taskmaster to keep mm. up with but actually this weekend I was just chatting to you before we came yeah. on about how I've taken things off my schedule yeah. and a friend of mine reflected when I like this mm. cake this cake is yeah. so relaxed <laughs> and we were sitting around and I was like God, I feel really good today yeah. like I feel really happy oh that's amazing so nice to be present in that moment because yeah. I know the next day it's going to be different yeah life's good yeah, life is often pretty good. Not yeah. for everyone, but but comparison are... would have us think otherwise. Oh yeah, it would have us think that we are like the biggest losers in loser yeah. town because it's not as good as that person. Yeah, you got it. It's not as good yeah, yeah. as it was last week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's exhausting. It is, it is. So, how do you normally work with a client then if you're doing um, comparison coaching with them? What what kind of format would you? Well, I tend to. I've found traditionally that it's not necessarily a one-off kind of thing. So I, although I offer like one-off sessions, for, which is great for someone if they've got a specific question and they need some clarity, I find that comparison can be an ingrained mindset and it has been for me. So it's not just about thinking about what you do, it's about thinking about who you are. So I tend to work with clients over say one to four months and I have a program really, which is like my recommended process of resources that I um, would like, that I want to pass on to clients through the coaching so that they can get into their own comparison free space there. So I would meet up with them or I'd see them on Skype, but it involves 
uh, exercises, talking, but I'll also set like curiosity experiments. So for example, I've got a client at the moment who's counting how many times she says sorry. Oh, um, because, my favorite. Yeah, exactly. So, and we literally have a WhatsApp thread yeah. between us and she has to drop me an emoji of the- I, um, I must admit, I, I'm always pulling you yeah. up on sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> it's like a nervous tick. It's like a burp. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, oh, back it up. I'm not sorry, actually. Um, but uh, but that's kind. Of, that's been fun because it means that when we do see each other, there's always it's the reflection and it's yeah. the awareness piece in there, really. And like I say, I don't turn up with a magic wand or some fairy dust. I'm there to kind of help support the improvement and the progress, and not get to get caught up in thinking that has to be perfection because mm. that's where things start to fall over for me, really. Um, but yeah, I tend to work with clients over one to four months, really, and tool them up to do myself out of a job. Oh, that's what yeah. I always say. I'm here to get sacked. Yeah, exactly. So it might be I'm sending them books or I'm kind of leaving them long, rambling pep talks on WhatsApp yeah. and whatnot, but I'm just passionate about it. So whatever works for them to get them over it, then I'll try and flex to it to support them with that, basically. Because that's the joy in what we do, isn't it? It's mm. helping somebody to empower themselves yeah. to go... Not that things, I don't think things get fixed 100% because there's always something else that comes up, which is your yeah. next stretch. Yeah, you got you it. Know, your next place to kind of develop yourself yeah. into. But if you can give people the tools, like you said, and yeah. the awareness to go, oh, this is interesting. And I love that curiosity experiment. Yeah. That's really yeah. fun. <laughs> and, and it can work too as around like all sorts of behaviours. So counting how many times that you want to interrupt. Um, because that doesn't help. Like I've got a client who came to me because she's been comparing her relationship to other people's um, and we've talked about what her relationship is like and what she'd like it to be like and as part of that what sort of partner does she want to be because newsflash mm. unfortunately we can't control other people but she wants to be considerate and caring respectful but through some exercises we've realized her behavior is not so congruent with that Ooh, so she never lets her partner like finish her sentences Wow. And that's going to cause a lot of tension. Yeah. So the curiosity experiment around that is just, it's a just, but it's around awareness. But even just sometimes we need to shut up because it's not all about us. Yeah, like we gosh. have to collaborate in lots of ways. And that's why we, relationships will always be our biggest assignments, yeah. <laughs> biggest teachers. Yeah. And my solar plexus just pinged when you yeah, said yeah. that because it's so true, isn't it? Often in relationships, we're like, why can't it be like that? Why yeah. are they not treating me this in this way? It's like, well, are you treating yourself in that way? Yeah, and where exactly are you showing it. up for that? Yeah, exactly. And remembering it's like all about how we participate mm. too. Because I know that um, whenever I'm asking things of Al, like, you, like you've said, it's what I'm not giving myself. Mm. Al's my husband, by the way, for the benefits of the tape. <laughs> <laughs> like we're in a police interview. <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Exhibit <laughs> The one. suspect is referencing her husband. <laughs> And in relationships is another one where we can really compare ourselves. I've oh, noticed yeah. that in myself. I think relationships, me and romantic relationships throughout life is my biggest lesson to learn. I'm a mm. Libra sun and moon. It's all yeah. about equality, it's fairness yeah. and, and love. Yeah. Um, and that can be the thing sometimes that I get really little girl about and go, yeah. why is it not like that for me? Yeah. <laughs> and look at other people and go, yeah. oh God, it's so bloody perfect. Yeah, look yeah. at them. Look how caring he is. Look how she... <laughs> and it fucking drives me mad. Excuse yeah. the swears, people. It yeah. really drives me mad because yeah. I get so annoyed with myself because yeah. it's like, 
no darling this isn't mm. anything to do with anybody else yeah. anyone anybody yeah. else apart from you yeah exactly and everyone has their shit in relationships too like what we see very rarely is what the full picture is with everything as with everything yeah comparison's really good at dressing up something else and putting the filter factor on mm. something else isn't yeah, it yeah it really is and it us really seeing is. what we want to well see. yeah because as well it's a curated version of a truth Yes. not the presentation of the truth yes. and that's very different and don't get me wrong like I go into double double figures trying to get a good selfie like the rest of us do but that's the thing as well we all participate in it yeah just like Kim and Kanye are careful about what they post to an extent so are we we're all kind of in our own um fame bubble really because how we show up online influences how people perceive us and that's why I'm like trying to champion the whole unfollowing thing at the moment in that if who you're following online and you know them, if if, if their online persona, for want of a better term, is influencing your offline, i.e. real relationship, it's okay to just take that out of your feed. Mm. Because I know some people that are like, they're literally not the same person online and offline. And it's like, became irritating, irritating for me. And that's my shit that I'll own. But to preserve the relationship, it was a good idea for us just to go on a little bit of a break. Yeah. But you know, when... We're swapping voice notes on WhatsApp and like dirty laughing. Like that's that that's my relationship with them. Yeah. That's the relationship. That's what I'm here for. And I think that's another thing about checking in with yourself, isn't it? And mm. and seeing where how you feel because yeah. again, it's only us that can be accountable yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. But how you're feeling in that, what that might be triggering. Yeah. Because yeah. I always, you know, people are like, oh, that makes me feel that way. It's like no, nobody's making you feel that way apart mm. from yourself. So yeah. checking in, what that is yeah yeah very important and I think too it's like so when I feel comparison um it always comes with feelings like jealousy envy inadequacy and also something which is I don't like especially is I have this reflex she doesn't deserve that he doesn't deserve that so very judgmental as well Mm. and it's almost like you know those National Geographic pictures um videos or um programs you watch and it has like a geezer in iceland like hot boiling water smelly water coming up and then hot boiling smelly water coming down yeah that's how my comparison feels for me it's like a very visceral in my system feeling so when i do feel it i just try and let it run through so a bit like when um you put the wrong petrol in your car they say don't turn the ignition on for goodness sake but if you do then there's a you've got to let it run on through yeah. before and then you can clean the engine so i think rather than trying to like flick the switch and click your fingers and get out of it i'd rather be in comparison just let it run like you know um like i told her that's had too many sweeties i let it run around the living room and i might take myself out for an angry walk actually yeah. which i've done before just let it run through my system so that when i can come back to the information i'll come back and calm down i can make a call based on that and can gently ask myself what's going on what's this bringing up where's this wound yes um my friend um i won't mention names i haven't asked her permission but she used a phrase that um has come up with um part of her counseling or therapy that she's going she's experiencing at the moment and the therapist or counselor said if it's hysterical it's historical oh interesting so if something prompts a strong reaction in us there's a really good chance it has nothing to do with the thing in question and that it might be able to trace right back yeah yeah which for me has been a bit of a whoa drop the mic yeah i often ask how old the voice is Mm. because that will often tell me where the wound has come from interesting 
Very so I was chatting to a client the other day and um, we were talking about, you know, when the fear starts to go. Because mm. you can recognise the voice, can't oh, you, yeah. when you're in it. And you yeah. can kind of go, oh, I hear you. Yeah. Right, okay. And I ask how old it is and, and, and anybody will come up with an age, mm. you know. And it's just interesting because you don't necessarily have to know mm. what happened at that point. Yeah, got you. But the awareness that something may have happened at that point. Mm. And if you were that age now or you were talking to a person who was that mm. age what advice would you give them what tools would you give them and what do you think they need to calm to help it calm yeah i love that um because that's where you can really find the peace with it as well Mm. yeah because it's not i'm not just being bitchy there's something going on there Mm. and need to try and understand it yeah and and it's important to note that these are all facets of us Mm. aren't they yeah exactly you know and we are so human and so whole and we've got all of (laughs) these things and whilst we might go that's you know we really shouldn't have that it's there yeah, to teach us something god damn it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i do like that that hysterical it's yeah. historical mm. um and a lot of this is about as we've talked about is connection to self so when we can really mm. get an understanding of what's going on for us and looking after ourselves mm. do you notice that with yourself mm. and comparison that it might come up when you're tired or always yeah stretch yourself yeah if i'm in a good place and i feel all right and that might be how i'm having i might just have a, a very normal day and i'm on top of my laundry and i'm going to get catch my train on time so i don't need to be having anything specifically happy especially um cool happening in the day but if i'm at a low ebb then comparison can throw me off completely completely and um and again like i have this obsessive streak that will come out so yeah if i'm not taking care of myself then it's like the crack becomes a, a hole becomes mm-hmm. you know a complete open door for comparison to get in yeah, yeah. so what kind of tools <clears throat> do you use now when you recognize that it's coming up mm. what what what's your kind of go to what advice would you give people so go for an angry walk if you need to because just let the energy just pass through your system because you can't really make good decisions or be particularly insightful if you're kind of going off on one whether that's silently or otherwise yeah true story true story (laughs) true story and then i try and do the exercise which is like what is the comparison what is that comparison feeling trying to teach me yeah and i look at it and i'm going to age myself here but when i was growing up there was a, a program on tv called the crystal maze yeah and there would be um, exercises where there were the participant in the quiz would have a time to go in grab the crystal and mm-hmm. get out and that's where um everyone kind of knows the expression drop the crystal drop the crystal <laughs> if you're in like a rush or something it's like a bit of an in joke for my family but anyway i look at comparison like that it's like the quiz room yeah i need to go in get the answer and get the fuck out of there mm. don't need to stand there and like write a big poem or like you know a thesis about what comparison is get the answer so for example if i'm jealous of someone um who has got a cool opportunity um and just say like like i'd like to do a bit more traveling this year and just say i see someone's checked in at heathrow again they're going on a really cool work trip um and that pisses me off basically i feel comparison the my crystal of insight is I need to attend to that goal of mine. Yep. I mean, I know that's really plain coachy language, but it's true. Yeah. So if I've done absolutely fuck all to work towards making that happen for myself, I actually have not a leg to stand on feeling comparison and um, because that's just being spoiled. But it's like, if I can go in and get the crystal and know that, okay, my insight from the comparison is I need to move on the idea because it's starting to feel frustrating that I'm not, then I can do something about that. So when I have that insight about I need to move on the idea, that's a case of me getting my... Um, 
my little black book out where I write on my notes and putting together like a bit of a timing plan. So, okay, by this time next week, I will have got a list of travel companies I want to get in touch with and pitch my services to. Or by the end of the summer, I will have been on two trips around this and get clear on what it looks like for me. And then I get so caught up in, motivated, stimulated by, enthused by, and like excited by the plans I'm making for myself. It's almost like the um, comparison just disappears. Yeah. You're like putting in an invisible cloak on. And actually then, um, I I did a meditation course last year, which I really loved. And the thing Mm. that stuck with me, and it was in a Buddhist meditation centre, and they were talking about the fact that it's something like Mm. patience, learning patience. The Mm. same kind of thing is if you can imagine, they were talking about imagining Buddha in the head of somebody who's really annoying you and that he's pulling the levers laughing rubbing his tummy (laughs) it's a little bit like comparison can be the buddha because it's the thing that's kind of saying you want to take action brilliant let's go for it you know so seeing that that kind of reframe into something really positive (laughs) really made me giggle that i know it's great i always have a picture of like um oh god what was that program oh Fraggle, Fraggle Rock. Oh, Fraggle Rock. You know, yeah. they were like, <laughs> the trash heap has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Buddha kind of like pulling the strings, but it's the same with comparison. Yeah. Like if we can view it as something that could actually spur us into action rather than kind of going down into the pit. Yeah. Um, that's a really good one. I really like that. So, yeah, so showing up for ourselves as well. Mm. Is, is really important, isn't it, when it yeah. comes to comparison? Yeah, definitely, because it's like, comparison just presents a, quite a blunt question to us, which is, so what? They're doing this, and I feel like this, yeah, but so what? Well, the so what is, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, what do you need to do, or who do you have to be, or mm. what do you need to stop doing, as mm. much as what do you need to start doing around that as well? But that's how you go out to bat for yourself, is yeah. by just getting some answers to those questions. And it can be such a positive thing as well, because I always think that, you know, if there's something say there's something I want to do and I'm mm. seeing that somebody's doing it and I, it can bring up um, that uncomfortable feeling, mm. I might actually reach out to that person yeah. and go, I really admire what you're doing. Yeah. How about we collaborate together? Oh, yeah, completely. So it can be a really good spur. Definitely. And I think with the... Because that's a really um, good point to highlight, actually. I think the comparison of, oh, compared to them, I have nothing to say or nothing new or... Um, you know, am I copying someone even when I'm comparing them? Well, the answer's almost always no. And um, we live in postmodern society. Everything is a copy of a copy of copy. Even um, Beyonce struggles to innovate. Mm. And she has like a team of people whose job new. it is. Exactly. So if you see someone doing what you're doing, yes, okay, check yourself that you actually haven't just seen watch their, one of their YouTube videos and now you've got the idea because passing off someone else's idea is not cool. Mm. But often it's the case that you'll have come up with something because you're supposed to be doing it. Yeah. And if someone else is doing it, that tells you there's a market there. Um, so g- get on with it, I'd say, and follow the uh, breadcrumbs on it. Yeah. And have you ever been in a situation where somebody has turned around to you mm. and you've been there, comparison Oh my trigger. God, yeah, a number of times. And this is, um, it's an interesting one, this, because it's all about how, it's all about tone for me. So people have said this before and it's felt like deeply healing for them and actually been quite a fun conversation. <laughs> then I've had other times when people have got it so wrong because I actually don't need to know if I'm your comparison trigger. Yeah, That's don't not hand helpful me in... that shit sandwich. Yeah, it's you know not what? helpful to me. I'm not hungry at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's not helpful to me. Um, and I, heard, I saw this great thing online, and forgive me because I forget the reference, but it's honesty without tact is cruelty. Mm. And I have had um, people in my direct messages saying, you might have seen I've just followed you again because I was really comparing myself to and it's making me feel really crap about myself when I was looking at your post. I'm like, 
okay. What do you do want what? me to do with that? Yeah, should I block you now? Because I don't know why you think it's okay for me to say mm-hmm. things like that to me. Because I'm not going to apologise for living my life and doing my thing. It's not easy to get up every day and do what we do, and it's not. And I think that's a really important thing that everybody's doing their work. Yeah, and everybody's it. a human being with yeah. feelings. Yes, exactly. And um, I had another instance years ago, and I probably told you about it at the time, Kate, because I was so incredulous. But this. A friend of mine that I used to know booked a Skype with me and told me, and I thought it was going to be like a little catch-up, like I made a cup of tea for it, um, booked a Skype with me and then he went on to say um, basically how surprised he was at my success and how um, how surprised he was at my success and how he hadn't really found it easy to get behind me, but now he felt like he did want to support oh me. Oh my God, I didn't want to vomit. Yeah, and I just kind of felt like, how dare you? We used to be mates, but... And quite close, I'd say, to a point. But you just don't need to say that stuff. Like, if you're going through that and you felt crap, I hope I don't want you to feel crap, absolutely. But it's all your shit, it's not mine. Yeah. Just like I know when I'm comparing myself or I'm being a bitchy madam about someone else, that's all my shit. Yeah. That's my shadow coming up. That's yeah. the parts of my personality, which I have to love as, as well as the other good parts of my personality. And I kind of... Um, so, yeah, I have experienced it. And it's been subtle, sometimes gracious some overt but I'm just not available for it now to be honest I mean you've got to be really just conscious of what the objective of that conversation is yeah that's exactly you know because if he'd have said look you know I did before we get on the call Mm. I just need to say this it's then your choice to go I am not available for that exactly exactly because I remember hearing it and as he was talking like the, vo- the the voice in my head was going this isn't happening is it yeah he's not actually saying this is he um but yeah he absolutely was um so what was the outcome of that conversation well it was kind of near the end of the conversation so i think i just kind of i think i just wrapped it up it's always it's a bit of a blur to be honest kate but i think i wrapped it up as in like well okay um thank you i think so you, it's when somebody's energetically shitting on you and you're going yeah. this is are exactly you, are you that's the thing because we used to be mates as well so i was confused as well because part of me should have been like well let me just stop you there if you think i don't know like where you think you get off but this is like go and do this someone not else cool. it's not cool um but yeah I, I have had it and this is the thing that's more common than you know mm. so if you're listening to this you are someone else's comparison trigger yeah whether you like it or not it might be how you parent what work you do how well you are, where you go on holiday, how you've decorated your house, how your kids are dead well behaved, you know, whatever the hell it is, you will be a comparison Mm. trigger and I'll put money on it. Uh, But it's important to note there that you don't have to do anything about that. You don't have to change You've got to keep on doing what you're doing. you absolutely got to keep on doing what you're doing because those that are meant to stand by you will continue to. And it's just it's just dangerous tactics. It's ways of keeping us small. And that's mm. thing. I don't think anyone that's ever told me I'm a comparison trigger meant to hurt me, but it was always the result. Yeah. So whether you intend to or not, it kind of doesn't matter because um, you you put your feelings above mine, and with their, uh, both of our feelings are important. Yeah. So I just wasn't very receptive to that. No, and it's important there that you share your time. Because, you know, our time, we do need to put our boundaries around because mm. it's precious for yeah. us. And it's about getting the cheerleaders around you. That's exactly and it. And the challenges. So if you yeah. want somebody, like I know that you and Al are really great with this, where you'll mm. go out, aren't you? And he's almost like one of yeah. the silent partners in your yeah. business. And he will 
reflect back on yeah. you and help oh, yeah. you to grow mm. rather than going you're doing that all wrong yeah you think you're doing. <laughs> yeah. or you know you should be doing like this because yeah. this is what whoever's doing over here yeah but it's healthy yeah that's exactly it and that's another thing about like feedback I'm not necessarily available for people's feedback unless they know me they've done what I want to do or there's a good relationship there which I know might sound really arrogant but I just think when you've got a dream or you get up and you're working towards what you really really want it's a really brave thing to do mm. and it's often feedback isn't that helpful no and that, and, and you've then got you've got to remember whose feedback and what the intent again what their intention is on that well exactly because sometimes yeah again it's like i don't think people mean to be mean but it feels like that sometimes i had someone direct message me on facebook of all places saying like reflecting on something that happened a few years ago and giving me some feedback and I what I wanted to reply saying, I hope it feels good to get that off your chest because it didn't feel good to read it. But in the end, I just said, hi, name. Just a note to let you know I've received this message or I acknowledge your message. Have a great day. Yeah. Because I just thought, I'm not having this. And then energetically, you've got to put the boundaries on. Yeah, around. that's I was, it. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I could let it go to scene, um, but I thought, I'm going to respond to it because um, you need clipping. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And sometimes we're each other's karma as well. It's like a sort um our friend, um, was it Nicola, um, from A Life More Inspired the other day, had said about, she posted a quote about, you know, we teach people how to treat us. Mm. And that's important. And yeah. sometimes it's Karen, sometimes it's stick. Yeah. But I've encountered so many passive aggressive people now that I'm just kind of a bit wiser to like, you can be saying a completely horrible thing, but have a sm- smiling face. And I just think, I'm not really, I'm not really up for that. Not open for that <laughs> yeah, one. exactly. No. Um, so what is lighting your fire at the moment, woman? What's lighting my fire at the moment? Um, you know, I am in a place at the moment where I, I don't really have any big plans. I'm absolutely fine with it. I'm really going to be concentrating on, um, rest and consolidation my word of the year is expansive but that doesn't necessarily boil down to like money and clients whereas if it been it might have measured it that way I just I want to be doing more things that are fun yeah and having the time for that as well and planning more things in and making enjoyment and rest a priority as well also it's a great thing on Pinterest where I get all the birth inspiration <laughs> um, something like you know we need to learn to rest not quit yeah and that's um I chatted to another coach friend of mine, Liz Goodchild, the other day, and she was saying how rest is, you know, a real premium, and I really agree with that. So I do think there'll be a comparison-free course this year because I'm feeling, I feel like it's the world is ready for it, but I don't think I've been ready to teach it up until now. So that's certainly exciting me, but um, continuing with the YouTube channel as well, and working yeah. with Holly's dead good fun. I bloody love your yeah. YouTube channel. Oh, thank you, babe. It is like having your sister pop in. Oh, every and, and you're you. kind of like, you're really needed to hear oh, that today. Oh, that's amazing. Thanks. Thank you. Sometimes I listen to them myself like, you're doing a great <laughs> job. <laughs> it's weird when you do videos and you watch yourself, you're like, is that me? I was going to say, Did yeah. Did I say that? Cool? I, no, I've, I, I look at mine back and I think, first of all, speak slowly because Americans won't be able to understand your accent and that I slur words into each other. But uh, you know what? It's how I talk. I know. So it's amazing. You have to go for elocution lessons. Peculiarities, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Coming is, babe. Oh, thank you so much. I've got one more question before sure. we head off. Here's my fave. So what kind of, what's the song that's going to get you up dancing on the tables? Oh. Like, I know you can do, woman. Oh, my goodness. Do you know, for me, I absolutely, it's an oldie but a goodie, Higher Love by Steve Winwood. Oh, 
don't. I just love that. I love the quiet. I find it so rousing. Give me a You got it, girl. Woo. I love it. And if you want to have a great day, there's, if you Google Whitney Houston High Love, there's a picture of her singing it live. And it's amazing. But yeah, I think that's that's always going to get me going, that song. And because it just feels like it speaks to the blood in my veins. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I feel a bit like um, when I listen to Africa. Oh, yeah. Rousing. It is rousing. And I think it's because it's tied into any time that I've been on holiday and it's Mm. been really like sunny and really (laughs) chilled. That's come on. Yeah. I love how music does that. Yes. Yeah, so unique. So we're going to pop that up on our link for everybody to listen and get roused <laughs> to uh, a la Lucy Sheridan. But thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, it's, it's a pleasure, my darling. It, the feeling's entirely mutual. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really good fun. So thank you for listening to the Practical Magic Podcast with myself and the darling Lucy Sheridan. All of today's show notes and anything that we've been chatting about will be on my podcast page at www.katetaylor.co forward slash podcasts. If you've enjoyed the show, please do head over to iTunes and rate and review. It's always great to hear what your experiences of the Practical Magic Podcast And just finally, a big call out. Today is our last day for the Practical Magic Activation Deck on Kickstarter. If you've been hearing about it, if you've been curious about it, please do head over. We've got just a few more hours to reach our funding target and to get the Practical Magic Activation Deck into the world. It's a brilliant toolkit which is all designed around my tools as a creativity and empowerment coach to help you find ways to bust procrastination or find a new and positive way of doing things. It's a bit like having me in a box each and every day. So you will find it on kickstarter.com. Just type in Practical Magic and you will find it there. This is the last opportunity you'll get to get the deck cheaper than you will do when we fully launch. And thank you so much for all of your amazing support throughout the campaign. We couldn't do this without you.